You're listening to the Effective Statistician Podcast, a weekly podcast with Alexander Schacht and Benjamin Pieske designed to help you reach your potential, lead great science and serve patients without becoming overwhelmed by work. This is the Christmas episode of 2019. Have fun listening and Merry Christmas. In today's episode, we'll do a bit of a review of 2019 and some key takeaways and some bigger topics that we have covered. So I hope you will get some learnings, some lessons learned from this over the year. And maybe that inspires you to listen to some episodes again or maybe for the first time. So, have fun listening to this. Also, um, if you like the podcast, please tell your colleagues about it. You can listen to the podcast through your smartphone apps, through the browser, through YouTube, through Spotify, all kind of different things. So, have fun listening to it and tell your colleagues about it because it would be awesome if... We have a bigger community that engages around this podcast and that helps each other. And if you have colleagues that then understand the same things like you do, working together will be so much more easier and you speak the same language. So it would be awesome if you could tell your colleagues about it. This podcast is produced in association with PSI, a community dedicated to leading and promoting the use of statistics within the healthcare industry for the benefit of patients. Join PSI today to further develop your statistical capabilities with access to the video-on-demand content library, free registration to all PSI webinars and much, much more. It's pretty awesome that you get so much content for just 20 pounds if you're in a non-higher income country and also just really laughable 95 pounds for high income countries. So visit the PSI website at psiweb.org to learn more about PSI activities and become a PSI member today. Welcome to a very special episode of the Effective Statistician. As usual, it's Benjamin and myself. Hi, Benjamin. How are you doing? Hi, Alexander. Yeah, very well. Uh, except some coughing, so please apologies for any breakdown on my end. Uh, it's uh, winter time, and uh, it caught me, the coughing. <laughs> yeah, when you have little kids, they bring home everything. Yeah. So, so. Lots, lots of smile, lots of nice things, but also all the viruses and stuff. So. <laughs> okay, so today we will do um, a little bit of a um, yeah, jam session about um, what we learned through the episode uh, episodes last year. We'll have a um, very in-depth review of all the 52 episodes now. So uh, please be prepared for an about 10 minute, no, 10, 10 hour podcast session. No, just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> 
Given, given that it's already quite late on a, on a no, we are recording on a Thursday today, so so uh, quite late. Um, that would go into the morning hours, and um, no, yeah. So don't worry, don't worry. Stay tuned. Stay <laughs> <laughs> tuned. Yeah. So and and Benjamin has how should I say it? Prepared some nice fun things as well. So so tell us about that. Yeah, well, actually, it's, uh, it was kind of, I mean, as you know, it's a Christmas episode now. So we, we thought about a little bit about what, you know, statistician and Christmas, um, there's anything special about statistics and if anything special about presents for statisticians, maybe. So I did a very short research on that and there are some funny things, but actually, I mean, most of it is just, uh, you know, probably easier to visualize than just talk about it, but we'll get to that at some point today. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's dive into the the episodes of the last year. And we actually started with a couple of episodes about uh, leadership in, in January. Through that, we introduced the leadership program that um, we run as, as, uh, from the Effective Statistician. And many of these episodes were together with Gary. And the leadership program was really, really one of the very, very nice experiences for, for me this year. Uh, I learned a lot about leadership myself. Well, if you teach about leadership, you always learn a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you learn a lot when you, when you go along. But also, I think with this topic, um, we really touched like a, like a burning topic for statisticians. Yeah. Yeah, and it's probably burning for quite a while, but it's still it's especially in our days. It's really coming like a really popular topic where people companies understand that leadership for statisticians is key, basically. So basically, what you brought in with the leadership um, training and with the leadership thoughts and interviews, this is really something which I didn't really realize before is burning. Yeah. And, and we had then also in September a couple of uh, episodes and, um, there I interviewed some participants of the first program uh, that Gary and myself ran and their learnings from the program, what they liked about it, how it helped uh, them. And it showed how structured learning about leadership can up your game quite significantly. And we had some really, really amazing stories in there. So um, if you want to go back to January, you'll learn a lot about leadership in a couple of episodes there. Uh, we have actually the first one with Gary was uh, recorded or published end of uh, 2018. But in January, there's a couple of them. And then in September, there's a couple of them. And then we also had an interview with uh, Fritz Lehmann about how to lead being an introvert in November. So leadership was surely a topic throughout the year. Also in mid-year, I was uh, invited to speak about leadership at the FSPI leaders meeting. So that's a one and a half day meeting. And this year leadership was one of the big topics there. And I was 
quite honored to be invited there and spent half a day just talking about leadership with all these leaders from across Europe, from all different uh, companies, both heroes and pharma companies. Yet really chat about what requires, what makes a good training program, what should be in there. Why is it important for uh, for statisticians? So that is for sure a big topic. It's, there's also lots of discussions within uh, PSI, within the board of directors. And through Gary, I know that it's also a big topic in the US. So there is uh, quite a lot of, of discussions at the ASA biofarm level and at the ASA level. Gary is giving um, short courses on present uh, leaderships also, I leadership was one of the my bigger uh, topics when I presented at the SARS Global Forum in, in Dallas uh, this year. And as I thought, for next year with all the climate discussion, I thought I would not attend again. And so Gary is flying. So it's for him. It's much shorter flights, and for me, a transatlantic flight. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, I mean, you see from from the you know from the opportunities to talk about this and to really discuss it, present it, or even provide training on that, um, you know, that there's a need for it. And it's really, yeah. really good to see that, you know, you guys are listening, um, learning, and this is something to really bring in to improve the the skill set of the statisticians. Um, yeah. That's, and as you now move into 2020, make that one of your priorities in your development plan and make sure that you discuss about it within the company, that you attend trainings for it, that you read books about it. We'll surely have some podcast episodes about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I suppose we have. <laughs> because that is such an important piece to get things done at work. Yeah. Yeah, and also, I mean, it's just you know something that we shouldn't forget is you know we are we are all different, so it's no nobody is, you know, will be the same leader or the same type of person as somebody else. So it it doesn't really matter to get a full you know to be like a, such a profound leader in everything that you do. It's just take it step by step, one after the other. Just you know improve by simple things, more complex things to really drive things forward. It could be just about productivity. It could be about. Uh, preparing a meeting could be about you know just just get out of the comfort zone if you if you realize that there's uh, something you can do one step after another and um, i mean not only the podcast is also there's a lot of material opportunities to learn about leadership and to um, pick up things that really helps us as statisticians really helps the company really helps the, the team that you're working with if you um, if you take the responsibility to lead yeah yeah absolutely and just intentionally doing things and improving things will help a lot. Yeah, and it's one of the topics that will be there forever, basically, because there's, you can't just, you know, learn leadership by attending a half-day meeting or something like this. It's, it's, a, it's a never-ending yeah. story. You you can improve and improve and improve. It's, it's uh, yeah. Yeah, neither do to listen 45 minutes of a leadership interview or not. <laughs> so that's not, I mean, that's a starting point. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but apart from leadership, what else did we do last year, this year? 
Before we get into the next topic, maybe you can share one of your nice quotes that you found. Oh, nice quotes. Well, the, actually, this is, this is about, you know, what you can print on anything, I believe. So t-shirts or like a cup, if you would like to have some nice ideas for, for your, um, for, for your colleagues or I don't know, maybe for yourself. And, and what, what I, what I quite liked is basically to say that, you know, statisticians are never 100% sure, but they are to 95% confident. <laughs> so that's quite a nice one, for example. <laughs> I, I, I know from a, from a colleague that, that got a, a t-shirt saying, I'm approximately normal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there are some more to come. M more to come later. Okay. Um, another uh, theme throughout the year was uh, we had some looks beyond just the, let's say, pharma zero business. And um, we had a discussion with uh, Pepper Polavecha, who leads the SAP workstream on Transcelerate. Um, there was a really nice interview with Robert Cuff, who is a statistician at the BBC and who gave an amazing keynote at the PSI conference. I think people will probably talk about that for quite some time because he <laughs> pretty much set the audience under the immense pressure by um, basically showing them live how it is to be in the newsroom and to get the numbers right. That was just, just amazing. And yeah. I, I remember, I remember we, we touched this topic on, on the strategy day at the PS4 for, for PSI. And I think it was basically, they were just thinking about the keynotes and keynotes. And that's the one that everyone was just amazing. Still remembering. And it was, was yeah. incredible. Uh, yeah. And it's, Because he mentally and emotionally involved the audience so much. And I think that was really, really clever. He's really in a, probably, yeah, he's very special. He's a really special uh, statistician and uh, surely in the right place at the BBC now. Another really interesting interview was uh, one with Georgia Salanti, who um, plays a pretty important role in the Cochrane organization um, and has worked a lot on network meta-analysis. And the interview gives you a really nice insight into um, network meta-analysis. And it was published, just let me see, in November. So, Not that long ago. And uh, so there you can also learn a lot about network metalysis. We had some, some other quite technical episodes as well about cluster analysis, about subgroup identification techniques, about um, and, and some other things. So um, I think we had a quite nice mix. Hopefully you like it as a listener. <laughs> That is, yeah, I think, I think one of the key takeaways for me from last from this year is um it's i mean it's our first full year basically so we had every week at least one episode published and um the interesting thing is really uh, um you know we didn't we didn't kind of satisfy a single topic 
So it's, you know, what, what I realized is that after 52 episodes or even more, there's still so much more to come. You know, there's so many interesting things and so many the diverse diversity and, and topics that we touch and where we can spread. I mean, we're just starting now about just looking a little bit back in terms of what it is. And it's really amazing um, how much cross-functional or, you know, different ideas and things we can discuss, we ask people. And this is all, in a way, connected to statistics. Amazing. You know what is really funny? When we started this podcast... And I said to people who asked me about it that my plan is to publish weekly. The first question was, how can you come up with so many topics? That's impossible. You'll run out of topics very, very soon. And I was thinking, I have already quite a lot of them. And to be honest, the only problem that I don't have on this podcast is to come up with ideas. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I must admit, I was one of the questioners <laughs> coming with that topic. So, yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. It says, so there's an endless stream of topics and um, there's always something changing. You know, there's just the finalization of the estimates and then um, to the ICAG 9 guideline. There's just the um, guidance on adaptive designs that uh, came out of the FDA. There's also discussions about p-values that we actually even didn't touch on, you know. There's so many things that are going on. Yeah, and not to talk about all the interesting people that are working in the field of statistics and different people and different topics. Actually, that is one of the other learnings that I had through this year. When I initially thought about, okay, how many listeners we will have, I thought it would be amazing to have 100, 150 listeners per week. That would be awesome. Imagine you would have a kind of a, a session talk at a, some of the usual conferences each week with, you know, that amount of people. And, and I thought, well, given, you know, look at the membership side of PSI, they have maybe, you know, roughly 1000 members. And if, you know, maybe, 10 to 15% would listen to it. Well, that would be awesome. Yeah. I, I don't know what the average is, but I know the totals and they're amazing. <laughs> now we have about 150 to 200 listeners on average per day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's uh, amazing. Yeah. It's completely nice. Yeah. Completely mind blowing. And, that is just numbers, but when you get the feedback from the individual listeners, it just blows your mind. So, mm. and, um, but since you touched the numbers, I have the next one for me is in data we trust. <laughs> I really like that one. <laughs> yeah. And actually, there's another one that fits quite nicely in there. It says above average. So, like, uh, that's what you mentioned a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So that's. And more to come. More to come. More to come. There's, there's much more. We already have uh, some really, really nice 
uh, episodes recorded for next year. Yeah, basically, we have already recorded episodes that go up to mid of March that we have already recorded. We're doing quite well in terms of buffering. So we'll have a New Year's break in recording. Yeah, yeah we, we don't fine. we don't record <laughs> over Christmas, and and uh, I'm going on a really nice ski vacation, hopefully early January. So let's go to the next. Uh, big topic. We had a number of episodes all around one of the other big hot topics, data science. You know, some people would say we are all data scientists anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Statisticians are part of the data scientists. Yeah. <laughs> some people would take this as an offense. Some people would take it as, as uh, feeling honored. Anyway, I think we have a really, really cool job. That's a lot we can learn from the data science side. And there's also a lot that I think the people that come more from this business analytics side uh, can learn from us having, you know, the, the classical clinical trial statistician side. So, um, and that's one of my key takeaways. So, um, for example, if we have the interview with Ursula from Cytel, about the surveys that they have run, or we have the interview with Steve Ruberg. It's, you know, it's quite complimentary site, but I think they get together very, very nicely. And so in that regard, we also had some episodes about uh, some techniques. So the cluster analysis, I think, is, uh, is one technique that is probably not so typical from a clinical trial perspective, but more something that is uh, quite often used in the data science field. And we have the really interesting and uh, great episode about uh, subgroup identification um, with, with Andy uh, and where we really went deep into all the different steps. So... That was awesome. Yeah. He explains these different steps so, so nicely. And it's a really, really powerful technique to, to identify subgroups. Yeah, I think that's also one of the examples where we see how engaged people are with this work, with their own work. Yeah. So Andy was very passionate about it. and really Yeah, but passion is actually one of the common themes across all these things. You know, we have lots of interviews. It is, but sometimes people are not that convincing yeah, 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 yeah. about being passionate. So they might be, and they are, but it's just about you know how they come across sometimes. More. Okay, before we get into the next topic, do you have another statement, quote, funny thing? Oh, let me see. Yeah, there's a good one. So there are two types of people in this world. One, those who can extrapolate from incomplete data. Nice one. <laughs> fits, fits, fits nicely to the estimate, estimate discussions that we had <laughs> fits nicely somehow this is all related to stats but I really like that one we had and that's because of one of my passions given that I have been involved with the benefit risk special interest group for quite some time I actually shared it for uh, a couple of years we had some members from the benefit risk SIG discussing various uh, pieces and these three episodes that were published 
Oh, yeah, more in the first half of the year. So starting in end of March up to end of May. Um, I really like these ones. Of course, also most of these people that I have worked with for, for quite a, uh, quite some time. And so it's, it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. I think this brought, a, you know, quite a bit of, you know, one of these lines, the series of, of um, information that's quite interesting, especially for people that are keen to work in this area. So there's a lot of things to learn and lots of things to uh, take away from the series. Actually, I think yeah. this is a thing that every statistician that works, let's say, at least beyond the, just the study level should have a sound understanding about. Because all these go-no-go -go decisions are benefit-risk decisions. Yeah, You always have two sides of the coin. Those selection is a benefit-risk decision. Yeah. And when you get into the regulatory interactions, it's all benefit-risk discussions. Yeah. So I think as statisticians, we need to have a much, much deeper point of view in it because that is at the heart, at the core of what we do. Yeah. I'm just thinking about myself being a, a parent or a patient myself, a parent of child that get treated. If I have these different options, Yeah, about, okay, do I take this more powerful drug with more side effects or this less powerful one with less side effects? What do I do? It's a benefit-risk trade-off. And we need to invest as a function much more time in that and be much more present there. That's my feel. And hopefully these a uh, couple of episodes really do promote that. And there's, there's more, much more to come from the uh, six that Maria Costa is leading. So stay tuned for next year. There's, there's a couple of things that, will come, uh, that are coming. Okay, so it's my turn with a nice one. Um, statistics is the only science where two recognized experts using exactly the same set of data may come to completely opposite conclusions. To be honest, for me, that's usually kind that's of good. The, the story with the, the biology, biological scientists or medical scientists or that you work with. Uh, I'm sure lots of statisticians can tell a story where you presented the data uh, for a certain, I don't know, subgroups that's stood out yeah and um the scientist came up with ah that's because of this kind of biological reasoning or whatsoever and two days later he finds there's actually a coding problem there and it turns out it's exactly the opposite direction <laughs> you say come to this scientist say, ah sorry Yeah. We made a mistake. It's the, it yeah. goes into the opposite direction. And he, in no time, he'll come with an explanation for that. So, <laughs> yeah. a common thing. Yeah, exactly. So, a common topic, and that's really a heavy topic this year, was all about career and career development. So, uh, there were a series of different yep. episodes about that, which I really liked was uh, our interview with Oliver about 
working in a big pharma organization, working in a small pharma organization, biotech company, uh, CRO, and now being self-employed, running his own company. Oh. Um, oh, freelance. Uh, that was quite mm. insightful, wasn't it? Yep. That was really good, really good interview, and I really enjoyed it. And it was so nice because we we actually, I mean, we had these all the different experiences on one table at the time. So me and a CRO, you were working a farmer, and um, and Oliver basically ended then having running his own business. And that was very very nice, interesting talk. And uh, no, I really enjoyed it. And so I think it's it comes together with any anyone who is just thinking about doing a career in whatever direction. So to get the opinion and the opportunity or possibilities uh, that, that each of these direction offer. And there are a lot of pros and cons for each of it, but it depends really on where, where you're going and what, what you personally think is the best for you. What would be most interesting? Um, what type of yeah, person you yeah. are? Uh, it all plays in. And this was very, I think that was very helpful. And in the same way we had our interesting discussion about um, whether to do a PhD <laughs> or not. <laughs> and there's also, again, kind yep. of, um, I invested the time for the PhD. Uh, you directly joined the industry. Um, and the outcomes there, it really, like very often, it depends. <laughs> It depends. Yeah. It depends. It depends. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. That's probably the, the the. It doesn't help sometimes, especially not in the earlier days, because then you're you know you don't have the comparison and you don't have experience to be with or without a PhD. But at least this is our insight, our experience that we have now, fifteen years in the industry, looking backwards and saying, well, you know, that happened to me. Without a PhD, that yep. happened to you yep. with a PhD. And so. um, I think that will be a evergreen topic because that is, for anybody that is still thinking about doing a PhD, that's a very, very relevant uh, question. Yeah. Then we had mm -hmm. a discussion with a recruiter, um, with, with Jack, and that was really interesting because you get an insight from how the recruiters look at you what say how they assess you how they see the market and by the way it's really nice market for us being statisticians <laughs> there's an awful lot of demand and um so whenever you're considering changing jobs um yeah have a look into or have a listen into this episode <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, learn from him because you likely will have to do with, with, with a recruiter yourself. And then um, finally, we had a whole series of episodes that we recorded together with the PSI CALC team. So CALC stands for um, Korea and some other things. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I would have been quite impressed if you know, but I don't. I don't recall it either, so that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not, I hope at least the Calc people know. But, but if you, uh, <laughs> if you, if you listen into it, um, I think we mentioned it at the at the beginning a couple of times. But um, these are all the episodes that um, were published on the Thursdays um, in the 
uh, last quarter of uh, 2019. They're really there for statisticians that are either thinking about entering the industries that are more kind of just doing their master or um, have just about just about to finish their bachelor and now think about doing their master and it covers all these typical questions that people at that point have and uh, early in their career and maybe also kind of when they've just just joined the industry so it's a really nice episode series in, in that regard a lot about career and um, yeah i'm pretty sure that will be an ongoing topic for the future as well did you know that 93.45 percent of all statistics are made up i would have guessed so <laughs> <laughs> ah, i really like that one as well by the way you're free to choose the the number that you put in <laughs> <laughs> yeah not made up was also therapy about uh, non-parametric statistics. I found it really amazing that this is one of the episodes um, that was really, really successful. This introduction into non-parametric statistics. So, so just be going beyond the Wilcoxon test. Yeah, that interview with Frank was really, really good. I mean, I mean, we knew that he's into this topic, but um, looking then at the download numbers, we were really amazed. I think this wasn't even number one, maybe at some point at yeah, least. Yeah. yeah, it was amazing. So the the topics about non-parametrics and especially like, like coming together with you know our history and non-parametrics, I really, really enjoyed the interview, and I was kind of feeling very. Uh, set back to um, university times with some of the discussions and so on. So it was excellent. And uh, yeah, and, and yeah, it, it's so striking. I think it seems to be so much of a niche topic, but it has so broad implications. And especially if you think about the composite strategy for the estimate framework and you want to make it a little bit more just like, you know, Yes or no, <laughs> response, not response, uh, but want to take a couple of other things into account and then you come up with some kind of ordinal analysis approach. Then this non-parametric work is really, really good. By the way, we also had an episode about um, analyzing ordinal data and that also was a, a very successful one. So, um, yeah, we'll surely have some more of these uh, niche statistics topics in the future because they are rarely talked about and they can actually play an important role in your day-to-day -day life. Yep, that's true. Even though I wouldn't say it's a niche. It shouldn't be. No, it should be a niche. That, that, that's, I think, is the topic. It shouldn't be a niche. That's what I so much love about it. Okay, do you have another one? Sure. I spent a whole day on looking <laughs> for those. So no, no, I'm just kidding. So without data, you are just another person with an opinion. Yeah, in data we trust. <laughs> data we trust. Okay, another topic over the couple, last couple of years really came close to my mind and close to my heart is visualization. And so we had... Two interviews about that, um, both also related to um, telling data stories. One with Kat Greenbrook uh, from New Zealand. So probably the most distant interviewer we ever had and will ever have, probably. 
looking here from the German perspective. So that interview uh, was published in end of July. That was really, really nice. And then we had another one, which was published a little bit later, beginning of October, with Trisha Andrew. And uh, it's called Learning from Leonardo da Vinci. But it is also very much about visualization and data uh, storytelling. And the, this topic will for sure remain the topic for next year. Yep, that was that was very, very interesting indeed. And uh, I think that is also something that, you know, as you said, that's a topic that's ongoing, will be something for next year. But it's also just not only in the podcast, but also where, wherever we went on congresses, PSI, for example, it was, it was a topic on itself to really you know it's about the statistics and it's not about you know do do the right statistics it's how to present it which is a big part of our job as well so and that's um very very good by the way episode number 10 was an interview with uh, sex krivenek about virtualization so so and he was speaking at the PSI conference this year. So. Yeah, yeah, he, he has um, presented at the PSI conference a couple of times now and always really, really good. He's absolutely yeah. an expert. Um, did you know that he um, studied um, at Tufti? No. Oh, yeah, himself, Tufti himself. So. Ah, no, I didn't know. So it's a topic set for me... We just need to invest much more time in it's. It's just not enough to give a table because someone else will take this table and convert it into graphic anyway, and that might be someone in medical writing. That might be someone on the medical side, on the marketing side, or even on the sales side. If you haven't spent time on getting it right they will try to get it right then you're not at the desk or at seat in the discussion when uh, decisions mm. are made on how these data are visualized and to be honest i would prefer to have some statistics <laughs> yep would make sense yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay before we talk about statisticians yeah. statisticians it's not just what i do it's who I am. Well, you can probably replace statisticians with any any other function. But yeah, it's, um, it's, it's a nice print for a t-shirt or for um, it a is. cup. Yeah, yeah. By the way, maybe we should think about the effect of statisticians, t-shirts and coffee cups and things like that. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you should, will sure find a selling link uh, at the, at the website <laughs> if, if, we, if we get there. Yeah, not, not sure. Whether we get some affiliate links, probably not. Just for fun this time. Okay. Um, in terms of fun, uh, the last topic that we have covered a couple of different episodes is, I'm not sure. May maybe some people don't see it as fun, but some people see it as fun. I think that's a personality thing. But productivity is something that I'm pretty passionate about. Yeah. I think it's, it's fun if you applied this. Yeah. So if you if you realize that how efficient it is or how it helps you to be efficient, I think that's the uh, like a, 
small moment of fun where we, what you realize. But yeah, no, I think it's, it's important. And I think we had a lot of, lot of topics on that one, which I don't, I don't recall actually if it was this year. We also had it last year with, you know, um, topics on emailing, on yeah. planning, timeline planning, time boxing. I think we called yeah. it. And so it's really something that can help you individually improve your own productivity. Yeah. Most of these episodes, or hopefully all of them, uh, will be categorized under excellence in our podcast category. So if you go on the homepage, you may have recognized that there's a couple of different categories, um, leadership, innovation, knowledge, excellence. And if you go you know, select the excellence one, you will get lots of episodes about productivity. You know, productivity is not an end in itself. Yeah, it's uh, everybody needs it. But I think especially given that the pressure on performing more and getting more turned out and um, doing more with less, <laughs> probably in terms <laughs> of lots of people listen, uh, here in their companies, productivity is really important because it helps you to manage the overwhelm. It helps you to decrease the frustration about it and actually makes you more satisfied in the evening. Because if you... There's nothing more kind of frustrating when you go home in the evening and think about what have I actually achieved today? And you just think about, I think I just spent time in useless meetings and answered some emails. That's quite a dissatisfying feeling, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And I think it's not, not necessarily that we say like everyone needs to do more and needs to come out. It's just, it's also about just freeing yourself up, as you said, you know, in the evening, you know, to, to start your work life balance. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, for, for work-life balance, you need to have a life and to get the life. Um, that's something about productivity you do during your, your day or your work. So I think that is, I, I mean, we, we are now talking to statisticians primarily here, but it's, I mean, that's something for everyone. It's an, uh, could, you can apply the same at home. You can, or not maybe the same, but part of it at least, uh, or in any other place, even when you plan your next vacation. I mean, it could be an efficient productivity in terms of spending not as much time as you would do if you don't plan this or plan the planning. So it's really something you can adapt and you can easily adapt. It's nothing, it's not a, not a burden. Basically, you, you shouldn't see this as a burden if you apply techniques. It should help. Yeah should release you from the burn it should take it off and that's the key that's what i think is based the mindset change that we need to have in in increasing productivity is that the techniques or that things that we or other people are talking about is is something to adapt for a better work-life balance let's say better satisfaction rather than an additional burden on doing something more planning or more 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 notes it's less actually i only recommend pretty simple techniques these techniques where you need to spend a whole lot of time to get yourself organized i don't think they actually work yeah because if you more invest in your productivity tools than you get out of it it's not really productive <laughs> and yeah, the other thing about productivity it's it's not it's not only about how much you do but also what you do what you choose not to do and how you do it and um hmm. 
that is really the lot of the emphasis of uh, the different productivity topics. It's it's making these clear selections, saying no to things that uh, don't help you move forward. These are the big things. Okay, so with that, we have come to the end of our topics. Uh, oh well. We didn't dive into all the 52 episodes, or actually actually more no. than 50 episodes. If we think about the Kalk episodes on top of that, I actually get a little bit kind of puzzled with my numbering because <laughs> there's so many kind of things happening at the moment with, with the Kalk episodes. And I, I just would like to mention one more, one more thing with the nicest title. Ah, yeah. 50. The 50 Shades. <laughs> the 50 Shades of Pre-Certification. Okay, here it is. <laughs> so Lovisa was a that was a good one. So it's my favorite one and recording to the title. Yeah. So, but I got a last one for for the uh, for the T-shirt. It's not not statistics. It's more math actually, but it's probably applicable to related topics as well. It's it says the only thing I learned from math if it's too easy, it's probably wrong. <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, this is even something for, I mean, it's probably not for us. It's probably that you can, as a statistician or mathematician, can probably give to somebody else and they will also love yeah. it because they understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So with that, this episode gets published on the 24th of December. And... To be honest, hopefully yeah. you are lo not listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably have better things to do on the 24th. But yeah. anyway, but me Merry, Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a really, really nice time with your family, uh, with your friends. Um, enjoy, hopefully, a nice break. And if you're not having a break, then... Maybe you can take it a little bit easy while lots of countries around the world are not working. And hopefully that helps a little bit to take this, uh, the pressure out of work. And with that, talk to you next week again. Bye. Bye. So this is the last episode of this year. Uh, we'll take a break for New Year's Eve. And so you will listen to the next episode only on the 7th of January. So enjoy your time. Have a nice Christmas. And remember, this show was created in association with PSI. If you're not yet a PSI member, become one in the new year. And also thanks to Rain who helps with the show in the background. And especially thanking you for listening. If you have been listening all over the year, even better. So thanks so much for being a listener to this podcast. If you want to find out more about the podcast, just go to theeffectivestatistician.com. There you can find lots of lots of further episodes and uh, have fun with it. So like always, reach your potential, lead great science and serve patients. Just be an effective statistician. Thank you.